Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The world's most exciting podcast. Home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. I'm Michael Savage. Host of the Savage Nation podcast, home of borders, language, and culture. Hear my new podcast each week as I speak with top guests from around the world. Right now, we have over 700 shows in our library featuring interviews with world leaders, scientists, faith teachers, and more, including President Donald Trump, Prime Minister of Israel Ehud Barak, Edward Teller, the father of the hydrogen bomb, Jerry Falwell, and so much more conversations and commentary you cannot find anywhere else. Other guests have included Samuel Cohen, the father of the neutron bomb, Breitbart's Alex Marlowe, the great author Peter Schweitzer, Colonel Douglas McGregor. Be here or be nowhere. The Savage Nation Podcast. Catch the Michael Savage Podcast on all podcast platforms every Tuesday and every Friday. Hello and welcome back to Grim Encounters. We are a real play tabletop RPG using the chill 3rd edition rule set based in the wonderful modern day Chicago land world. My name is Norton. I'll be your sweet little chill master for the this lovely evening and your players are... Anna playing Mavis. Robert playing Wesley. And Derek's playing Father Frank Flanagan. The camera comes down over the sweet suburb of justice right outside of Chicago. Um, the sun is just beginning to rise, and it is glistening down. The god rays are glistening down on the beautiful Lady of Our Sorrows Catholic Church. And then the camera kind of goes down under the pavement, and you see all like the 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 fucking sewer pipes. And then it comes down into this massive concrete complex where there's people bustling about, and with books, and there's people high fiving and. Um, all of that fun stuff. So it is currently. Frank, what are would you be currently doing in your morning right now? Um, uh, early morning, you said? Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I've been up for a while. Coffee in hand. Um, I'm probably, probably reading something. What, whatever that is from the <laughs> library that we organized. I don't know. Sure. Um. Rifling through the newspaper, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Wesley, what would you be doing currently right now uh more than likely working out working out just you know lifting them weights getting sure. them gains yeah <laughs> that, that, like the, the grip <laughs> thing at the table just, <laughs> yes always doing something always gotta be doing something yeah um sure you're in the with the gym there's uh mm-hmm. like Maxine's in there every morning and so is Naomi uh yeah they, they just kind of regard you as you're working out and no one really interferes with anybody um, and then it kind of goes over, kind of weaves through the halls and tries to find Mavis. Where are you currently at? Um, I'm just kind of on my bunk, um, 
I'm just like, I'm wearing my little gloves that uh, Grim gave me, and I'm polishing like every single little piece on my bow and each individual arrow. Okay. Um, Dean is currently with you. He's talking about some episode of Star Trek he really likes. For some reason, he's been gravitating talking to you because you're the only one who will speak to him. Right. So, one of the few people. Um, besides Father Frank, but he's a little intimidating. Yes, I am now. I'm so, <laughs> um, so you're all kind of um, summoned to your desks, like, right now, like, a couple people, like, Mark or Slurred will come find you guys. Mark or Slurred. Mark, Mark Slurred or Sydney will come find you and, like, uh, kind of bring you to your desks because Richard needs to speak with you. Um, and as you are all kind of uh, lounging on your desks, speaking to each other, uh, you hear the familiar tapping of a wood cane, like you always hear, and uh, you hear like some hands rubbed together in here. Hello, envoys. How was all of your your time off? I suppose it was uh, it was normal. I I didn't go anywhere. I was here. <laughs> he chuckles. Um, well, well, good. Um, I have another case for you all. Throws a manila folder down in front of Frank. Um, this this creature is using insane amounts of evil way. Just out in the open. Um, here, have a look. And uh, as you flip through the manila folder, um, you smell... you have, you, The smell of recently printed paper fills your nose. And, like, the ink. Um, and the paper is still warm. Oh, wow, this is, this is uh, fresh. And there are also a few pictures that kind of slide out of there, and there's a police report. Interesting. Uh, I'm going to look at some of the pictures. Yes, <sighs> yes, yes, I see. Mm, yes. Yes. What, uh, what does he see? Yeah. Of course. Do you look at the pictures specifically? Yeah. So there's five pictures, and they're all showing, like, they look like crime scene photos that, assumingly, Officer Chuck Doyle gave to you guys. Um, the first one shows a picture of a su- suburb-type house that is completely iced over. Ice? Yes. It's May. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the second picture you kind of flip through uh, is the picture of a man and a woman that are frozen solid underneath, like, it looks like there was, like, a bed cover over them, but it looks like that was pried off. Um, and then looks of horror are just frozen on their faces. Yes, and then that the, is that's not good. Yes, and uh, as you look at that one, um, Robert kind of like pulls up a chair next to you guys. Says yes, there was four deaths like uh, that were found this morning. The Miller home was attacked by what we can only assume is a creature of the unknown. I don't know many people that can just freeze things solid. Um, Captain Cold. He looks at you confused. Sorry. I bring out my cell phone. And I look up the movie Frozen. Why did they take down Elsa? <laughs> the they power of love. Her a hug. <laughs> Got it. Let's do this. I'm going to fuck this creature. <laughs> I think they'd be Captain Cold by what? Relating to his humanity? Because he has a cold heart. There's so many. He's just a dude with a gun. <laughs> yes, the freeze gun. Cold. He's a master thief and he's 
witty grew. and handsome. From the Minion movies, Despicable Me. <laughs> Guys, stop giving me ideas. <laughs> and evil grew. Imagine what I could do with those minions. <laughs> banana? Like, banana. <laughs> they, like, they shove it into people's chests. <laughs> banana! Um, but yeah, so he, as you, he says this, he kind of gestures to the third picture. Um, it's a picture of uh, a young a young girl, and she's frozen solid oh, in another in a, another young girl's arms, um, and the other she's covering the little girl, but she looks just like a like an ice statue almost, like how how much ice is over her, mm-hmm. um, and then the fourth picture is, is kind of grisly. Um, it is looks like a pieces of a body, but they it, at the bottom of the staircase. And it looks like someone fell down the stairs after yeah. they were frozen. Nice. Um, and on the picture, on the back, it has, like, their names. And this one's Hans Miller, and it was a, a man of 22. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some pieces look like like there's a hand and it's wearing a glove. But it's still frozen as well. Um, and then the fifth picture is of, like, the back side of the house, and all of the plants and grass are dead, presumably from the frost. Um, and that is... The five pictures that you see. Have we tried melting them to see if they're really dead? You know that that's impossible, correct? This is all magical. True, but if they have not tried melting them, <laughs> if they're not breathing, yeah, they would have. They would have suffocated, my dear. Hmm. Um. Of course, you could. I'm. I'm. I'm sure they sent the bodies to where they always send them. So if you have any questions on that, feel free to. The call real them question work. is how they are still in ice for that long period of yeah. time, being May. And it is how hot is it out? It was low of fifty-two. Yeah, and it's been seventies all week and sixties. Because okay. we had a really warm spring last year. Um, we did. Mm-hmm. So we can investigate the bodies. We might look into. Anything related to cold here, though? Yeah. Before we do that. Um, Richard uh, speaks up. He goes, uh, <clears throat> well, you are welcome. The, the house is still, uh, as a crime scene, there's still people there looking into it. You're welcome to go check it out. O'Doyle is there, of course. He has his uh, police report in there, too, that he wrote up for his boss that he gave you a copy of mm-hmm. to get the exact details. Because uh, him and Officer Robertson were on the... Scene. Uh, scene immediately because they are those these cases are usually filtered to him if um, they're strange weird. <laughs> yes I just give a quick glance through the files to see if there's anything of note about like the family sure um like yeah there isn't much on the family they are just a basic uh family they helped out with the community and all that good stuff okay. um there was a, supposedly a witness to the what happened um, her name is Margaret, okay. Margaret, Margaret Hands, and she's like the cross the street neighbor, uh, that they, they don't really have anything for her, like, there just says that she was noted. Okay. Um, he seems like he kind of wanted you guys to talk to her, uh, she wasn't comfortable around the police. Whatever, but. I know my job! <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, the police report, it says a few interesting notes, I'll just read it to you what it says, uh. We, 
myself and Officer Robertson were called to the house around 4 a.m. when a neighbor called about the snow slash frost that was coming from the sky on this direct home. Uh, we thought she was crazy, of course, but until uh, we arrived, we realized what had actually happened. Uh, I got there a little after 4, and the house was frozen solid. I couldn't get in any windows or doors without harming myself, of course, with the windows. And um, once more guys arrived to help us in, it took us about, like, three, four hours to break into the door. Because it was the solid sheet of ice. Uh, the victims, the entire household was killed, including every plant and animal residing inside. Uh, the victims were three adults, two male and one female, and two female children. Uh, the bodies were stuck to furniture and appeared to have died in their sleep. Um, the bodies were sent to the Happy Days morgue around 8-ish a.m. when we pried the bodies off. The only body then that was, like, not in a position of, like, um, either sleep or on furniture in some way was the two girls. It, the two girls were on, like, a bed together. Okay, holding each other. And then the, it looked like the kid, the guy, the, the guy, like the older son, was like reacting, okay. trying to do something, but then... And then the fourth one that was shattered. That was that guy. That he was, was the one that was son. in like... He oh, was okay. the one that was shattered. We see, okay. He must have been like running, and then it just okay. happened. Okay. So those three. All right. Yep, so there was five people in total. And then it has awful soda oil at the bottom. It looks like it's in his handwriting. Yeah, and uh, he, there's other notes. It's like, I'll be at the scene all day. Uh, please send Team Heartsbane. They crusted you guys. All right. We should head out. Sweet. Perfect. Uh, do you guys grab anything before you go? You don't I really have to. need to get a laptop, even though I don't know how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> I have my laptop from college. Sure. I am a recent graduate. <laughs> Pykel did not show up to the meeting. He's been locked away in his father's workstation mm. for the past, like, week. Oh. Just with his bone. Yeah, with his tool. Did he happen to leave his flamethrower somewhere? He has it with him. Dang it. Go talk to him if you want a flamethrower. Yes. <laughs> okay. I just want to keep it on hand so we have it. Yeah, so you kind of... So, after you guys opened up the rec room, um, there was... It went through the, uh, like, the meeting center here. Mm -hmm. There's actually... It led into two tunnels that opened up on the sides of the, uh, the uh, meeting room. So there's, like, these two round tunnels that kind of fill in to the rec room, and then there's a long tunnel leading to it. And then you guys have also discovered that all of the tunnels are connected, so if you needed to get... Steven showed you guys. That's what he was using to get around the base. We unnoticed. Was there's all these tunnels. All the tunnels are connected. To help okay. with, like, escape or if it's compromised, etc., etc. So, yeah, you guys kind of fill into one of the tunnels in the meeting room and take the, like, few-minute walk to the rec room. And there, it looks like there's... Uh, Richard follows you, and he has a case for Team Sart Spain. And Team Cursed Passion, who's sitting on the couches in there. Um, kind of just talking and stuff. Uh, so yeah, you kind of go to this like a smaller workstation. It's like a it looks like almost like it was a utility closet that this man must have took on his own. And you kind of knock on the door, and a bunch of stuff 
falls over when you you, you kind of like startled him. And uh, the door like forty looks like forty like four or five locks kind of unlock. And he and Pike, op- Pike opens the door for you, and he is in the same clothes he was in a week ago, and his eyes are just like bloodshot, mm-hmm. and his hair's all over. So like normal. <laughs> yeah. But it's like double. <laughs> but like extra stinky. He's like, oh, hey, what, what do you want? <laughs> Yeah. What's up? <laughs> uh, you uh, flamethrower. We still got it. Flamethrower. Yeah, yeah. And he kind of like more, more guy, more guy, and Morco's laying on it. Like more guy, go, go. And he just hands it. Here you go. Okay, you. This button. Yeah. This button shoots. This button explodes. You don't press that button. Don't. Not Do not. not. And they're both red buttons. Do not press the red button. <laughs> Scratch my head, just, uh... Okay, don't press that button. And he, like, leans into Mavis. He'll explode if you press that button. Don't press that button. You should probably put a piece of tape over the button. Oh, oh, good, good idea, Frank. And he gets, like, this red tape and puts it over the button. Red tape? <laughs> <laughs> red tape over a red button. Gotcha. Okay, don't press red tape button. <laughs> he goes, grr, 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 and then turns around and starts, like, he like putting his hand up and like hitting things and the t- and the bones changing into different tools, as he's like fiddling with something on the desk. Let's back up so we just close the door. <laughs> Let him be do his thing. Something is wrong with him. Very yeah. very wrong. Something's always been wrong with him though. Mm. To be fair, she's not wrong. Yeah. What are you gonna do? He's a mad scientist. All right. So yeah. Mad scientists will be mad scientists. Hey, the, it, say la vie. <laughs> la vie. Don't bring goblins. Right <laughs> it's the wrong realm. So, uh, what vehicle do you take? Do you take your sweet new Scooby Doo van? Yes. Or... <laughs> Heck yeah. There is no. There is no other vehicle. <laughs> no. What about my station wagon? It's part of been retired. It's part. You just use that to get home. <sighs> we now have a cool mystery machine. Okay. <laughs> the Mavis machine. Come on, guys. Did we come up with a name? I don't remember. We did. I don't remember what it was. I don't remember was. what it was. I don't remember either. I don't even know if you guys might not have. No, we, we, we did. I think we, we said Mystery Machine and kind of ran with that one. Got excited yeah, about yeah. it, so it was just like, yeah. Was it like the Spoopy Mobile or something? I don't remember. That's fine. I don't think so. When I edit that episode, I'll tell you guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you go, you, so you walk back through the entrance and you go in through the uh, tunnel that's just left open now. Um, they've kind of adorned it to, like, has, like, an exit sign on it and, like, uh, to tunnel or whatever. <laughs> and so it takes, like, a few minutes to walk through it. It's kind of, I don't know if you remember, it's kind of like a hilly path that yeah, kind of went yeah. with a natural tunnel, must have. And, uh, you go to, into a parking garage that's well lit now, and there is, um, a bunch of cars. Like, everyone now parks here. Woohoo, we got parking for everyone now. <laughs> Just because it's less conspicu- conspicuous to Do park here. Do we have here. priority parking since we found it? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, you're, you guys, <laughs> yours and, so yours flanks the, one of the entrances, and so does um, the main vehicle that uh, Cursed Passion uses, just mm-hmm. so you guys are right at the, right when you can get your cars quickly. Right. Um, so yeah, you hop in, and uh, you drive up the, the, the ramp, and you get, and Mark kind of buzzes you out. And uh, you guys are making your way downtown. <laughs> so, so after the 30, 40 minute drive, you um, 
approach the house. It is just a normal suburb white house, two-story. It looks like everything that you'd see in a sitcom. And there's a bunch of police outside and, like, a bunch of tape. And it it looks like the, it looks like the house is really wet now. Like, it... There's, you don't see really any ice anymore because yeah. it's just it looks like the effect must have started to wear off um and you see a very large man standing directing to a couple officers and then leading up against like a, a tree that's in the front yard is this um very his his uh what's it called cop uniform police uniform is very like pressed and like everything is in order and um he has like the the hat that some of the officers no officers really wear them anymore, but he he makes a point to put it over his bald head, and um, he is like this young man, this young black man of about twenty four, um, and he is just shredded, like he is extremely like he has cannons for arms and like has, Shamar like, Moore exactly like Shamar Moore yes I don't know who that is <laughs> have you seen Criminal Minds yes yeah it's the it's the um, main African American guy on it. Yeah. Um, and he has like the perfect, the perfect like thin, thin facial hair and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just smiling, talking to this like other officer, like like they're joking around. Um, and as you guys approach, I'm assuming uh, O'Doyle kind of turns around. Hello, how how was your morning? Well, pleasant until we. Got the case file. I'm gonna go talk to the neighbor. Oh, yeah. And he points to the house. Uh, before you all rush off to do your your duties, uh, and he kind of gestures over, and the uh, that the other police officer walks over. This is uh, Officer Robertson. He's uh, for the cause now. I I needed. It's my fault. I needed someone to talk to about this, and the wife didn't want anything to do with it. So. He's uh, very passionate, and uh, it's very uh, helpful. <laughs> and man confidently strides up and shakes all your hands. Hey, Officer Robinson, you can call me Robbie. No. I'm doing his voice. He sounds just like Chuck. <laughs> he sounds like that kid from... <laughs> from... from uh, Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. He has asthma. No, he does not. He's a badass. Hello, my name is uh, Robbie. Robbie's Robbie. You can call me Robbie. And he smiles with the pearliest white teeth. I don't like him. We should. We should probably. Should probably not interact with, with him. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting. Uh... Do you want to roll since the unknown or something? I don't know. I don't know. What's your yeah? Sin- what's your since the unknown? I'm. I'm gonna do it regardless. I. I, I got a. Okay. I got a yeah. weird feeling. <laughs> No, yeah, you did pass. not pass. I got a 46, I needed a 12. No, I mean, you kind of kind of sensory overload here. Yeah. There's a lot, like, just in this area. But you don't get anything from him. He just seems like a normal dude. Um, You can roll, uh, as he's talking to you, you can roll, like, uh, basic communication just to see what the vibe he's giving off, if you want. Sure. I'm good at that one. Mm-hmm. 42, I needed an 80. So it's, a, a, it's a low success. success. Um... Yeah, so he's kind of telling you, like, he's like, oh, I spent uh, a few years at the Academy. I'm uh, about a few years out from that. Uh, I just kind of graduated from Beat Cop, so that's exciting. I was put with O'Doyle because uh, he has a lot of experience, and uh, he needs the help with catching perps. And that's what I'm best at. And he kind of, like, flexes. <laughs> and he goes, 
Um, oh, Father, are, I I was, I've heard a lot about you. Are, Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> are you... So you're a Catholic uh, head, right? He doesn't know the word for it. Yes. Um, great. Oh, my... Uh, I had an uncle who was uh, a Catholic father, and he was such a good man. Um, I learned a lot from him growing up, and he kind of pulls out from his neck. He has, like, a, a crucifix, a mm. uh, really old one, um, and he kind of puts it back in. Uh, God has helped me through a lot of things, and it's nice to see um, that you three are doing God's work by destroying these creatures. Um, the vibe you're getting is very, he's very pleasant. Um, he doesn't give you any negative vibes. Mm -hmm. He seems a little over-eager, but he seems like he's a kind man who has kind of worked hard to get the position <laughs> he's in. That was hot. I don't know how to spell. <laughs> uh, Derek just licked his cup and <laughs> got me a little, little excited. Um, so you don't get any bad vibes from him. You can take that how you will, but I'm just saying, like, you didn't okay. feel any, like, negative stuff from I him. I should, I feel like I should. I you should. could be distrustful, that's fine. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not distrustful as Weary. Father Frank. <laughs> Derex is distrustful of Nord, the, the GM. Oh, okay. Uh, always. <laughs> always. Oh, there's this really awesome new character that we're introducing. He is going to kill us. He is going to kill us all. <laughs> Sure. Um, it has happened before. It has. It has happened. I've I know. I'm guilty of that. Yeah. I don't trust you. But, like, some of my favorite shows make characters that everyone loves and they end up dying or being bad. I just don't trust no, you. No, he can't die. And I really like him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Uh, so, you're going to go talk to the neighbor? Yep. All right. Um, yes. I'm gonna head to the frozen, the melting house. Okay, and who, which Wesley? Which which one do you go with? <laughs> Neither. I'm gonna hang out with Robbie. Okay, cool. Uh, we'll start with you then, and then we'll kind of just work around the table. Sure. After like a, a few minutes, <laughs> you can put sound effects in. But thank you. Um, I knock on the door. <laughs> no, it's fine. I. It probably sounded great. I just <laughs> did it. It sounded okay. Yeah. Sure. After like a minute or so, you're like coming, and um. Excuse me. Oh. <laughs> we like to have fun here. <laughs> the door swings open, and uh, a skinny Caucasian woman kind of greets you. Uh, she's dressed in plain clothes, and she has these huge, like super, like. 70s style round glasses on her face mm -hmm. and they're pretty thick they're almost as thick as dax's okay um and she has uh kind of stringy black hair but it's in like this like intricate like bun it's in like two buns on the side of her head well like they look kind of like like crescent rolls or like, uh, crescent rolls, like uh cinnamon, cinnamon. rolls mm -hmm. she have a porch with uh, chairs no she has but she, the door opens into her like her front room okay um, and you see like just kind of glancing, you see like movie posters on the wall, and there's like little figures sitting everywhere. Okay. She says, see, her hands are like kind of arranged. She goes, Hello? Uh, good day, miss. I am Father Frank. Um, I'm with the, uh, with the police department. Um, I'm a consultant. They bring me on often at, in cases where um, there are. Areas of distress. Um, may I come in? Oh, uh, uh sure. Uh, and she kind of gestures you and closes the door behind you. I hope we don't mind cats. Uh, 
and like two cat a cat kind of rushes up against you and she goes Gandalf get get away and she kind of like kind of like gestures to the cat to go away no no not not at all I don't I don't know where Dumbledore is she's she's kind of sneaky and she kind of like walks in and gestures for you to sit in this like this uh like a, a fart room chair, okay. a recliner almost. Sure. She goes, "Do you need anything to drink? I can get you water, tea, or." Ah, I would love a love a spot of tea. Oh, okay. And she like kind of walks into the kitchen, and after a minute, comes back with these like uh, two tea glasses for both of you. Okay. She goes, uh, uh, "How how can I how can I help you?" No, no, it is not a matter of how um, you can help me. It is how I can help you. Uh, I understand that you witnessed some things that may or may not have. Um, disturbed you in some way. Um, I'm just here to, to talk you through everything that happened, if I could hear what it is that you have to say. Sure. Uh, I'll just, I guess, you're assuming um, what happened to the Millers. Yes, yes, of course. So I didn't see, like, exactly what happened. I, I'll explain. I, I was I was doing a rewatch of the Lord of the Rings director's cut, all three of them. I do marathons at least, like, once every other month, just to keep keep me fresh. And I kind of heard from outside, I heard uh, Mr. Miller, he was yelling at someone just to, to, to get away, to get lost. Um, and he's, they're usually pretty accommodating to just visitors. I mean, he seemed very mad. I didn't get exactly what he said because it was muffled. I just heard the yelling. Um, and I, so I went to the window to see if everything was okay. And I saw like a, a black shadowy figure. It was pretty dark late at night and kind of walk away from the house and down the street. Uh, and then later that night, I was out uh, collecting bugs. I love collecting bugs. Um, and I just like looked up and I saw a shadowy figure kind of walking up to the house. And then um, there was a flash of light and there was a snowstorm just on the house and it stopped at the sidewalk and then I started I ran back into the house because I was scared and then like 20 minutes later I looked out and there was a like a thick sheet of ice on everything and that's when I called 911 um, of course this but sounds... it was happened all fast and I now did the shadowy figure enter the house at any point um I or did you see I didn't stay around to figure out I of course. Yeah, I was, I, it scared me, and I didn't know what to do, so I just kind of ran inside. I, no, no, that is completely understandable. You did, I think, the appropriate actions in this case. Um, I must I must ask, uh, now this is going to seem quite odd, I'm sure. Um, your cats, um, were they acting strange at all? Um, anyway. For that, I want you to give me. Um, let's see. Let me. See. I always forget you. All your all your talky things. <laughs> I have all of the talky things. Um, give me an empathy roll okay. with a minus thirty because she's super spoopied. Okay. Uh, which one? Okay. Uh, twenty nine. I needed a eighty five. So oh, high success. High success. Amazing. Uh, so she kind of looks like scared, like kind of she's kind of closing up to what you're talking and then mm -hmm. uh, she looks at you and she kind of just sees like just the the care in your eyes um, and it kind of relaxes her and she goes okay uh, now that you mention it I once I saw the figure the first time leave the house I didn't see either of my cats until well after 
they left, like well after the incident. Actually, the first time they're coming out right now, now that you've mentioned it, and they're always with me. That's strange. No, they they didn't want to be around at all. Mm. Yes. Uh, interesting. I would, if I were you, I wouldn't worry too much about it. I think that they're perfectly fine now, and I pet Gandalf. Oh, yeah. Um, perfect, perfectly fine now. Um, there's a reason that ancient religions kept cats around, you know. Hmm. The Egyptians saw them as protectors, oh. as did the Norse, like the mu- like the mummy movies. Yes, yes, kind of like with the Brendan Fraser. Movie. Yes, I've never seen these actually. Oh, they're fun. Okay, <laughs> I'll believe you. Well, oh, that's interesting. That makes a lot of sense. That because I kind of have them around because they're kind of like my guard dogs, but they're not. Go- I'm allergic to dogs, so I can't have a dog. Hmm. So very understanding. Now, is there anything else? Um, anything at all that you can remember before I leave? You've been more than helpful. Is there any way that I can assist in alleviating um, some of your distress? Uh, I I don't I don't know. I, I wasn't close to the family really, so I they were good neighbors and all. I mean, I kind of kept out of their way. They kept out of mine. I don't really know if I remember any, know anything else. I mean, I didn't go up to the house and take a look or anything because I uh, not the bravest of the sorts so kind of stayed stayed away from that uh my only other question is you seem um like a homebody yeah um any odd happenings before this with the millers right Mm -hmm. yeah that's right like that's a movie why am i am i mixing this up (laughs) in my mind it is a movie i just picked a like a just a basic (laughs) generic american last name um before this that had happened, other than um, what had happened earlier in the day? Well, um, earlier in the day, I work for the uh, local justice paper. Um, the It's called uh, Just Us Tribunal. And uh, so I was kind of there. Uh, I work in IT there, so I kind of there a lot of time helping the older people with getting into their emails and whatever. So... I didn't get home until, you know, 5.36, because uh, I have to make sure the servers aren't going to overheat. So I wasn't home earlier. I didn't see any of them get home. I usually arrive well after them. Um, but, I mean, the kids were playing out in the yard earlier. Like, they were playing whatever game they play. And, uh, I mean, that's, nothing happened weird recently with them at all. I mean, this neighborhood's pretty calm. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to um, leave you this, and I pull out card mm-hmm. um if you see anything else uh on the street or um, notice anything in particular please do not hesitate um, to call us directly okay um, or if you remember anything as well um thank you thank you very much no uh, thank you uh i don't get many visitors i'm very very lonely so it's nice even in terrible circumstance that i can speak to another person uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll show you out. She kind of mm-hmm. helps you to the door and lets you out. Okay. Perfect. Um, Wesley, mm, yes. you are, you were left there standing as Fran goes across the street and, uh, Mavis quickly walks to the house mm-hmm. and you're standing in front of Robbie. Yeah. Um, O'Doyle walks off to do something and... Robbie's kind of just standing in front of you, smiling, like, 
looking left and right to see like what's so hey what's up you, uh... <laughs> the sky am i right <laughs> Good one. Good one. hey how much you bench press i'm getting to 300 really yeah oh, nice nice yeah, i'm getting, there. getting pretty close too it it helps relieve the stress of the job you know the definitely to, oh yeah. to pump the iron you should see the things that i've seen so far oh it's been crazy uh, what I love to hear about that sometime. What's what supplement do you use? Do you use any supplements? Uh, I got a, I got a list of stuff that I do. It's it's all natural mostly. Oh, I try to stick natural too. Yeah. Sometimes I gotta take some pre workout to kind of get in the groove, but that's basically just a high concentration of caffeine. Cool, cool. Um, but anyway, uh, I know I'm new, and it's kind of weird that I was kind of thrown on, and I know there's tr be trust issues between everybody. Mm -hmm. um, but I want to be open as possible. Cool. So if there's any questions you have for me, uh. Feel free to ask away. I, oh yeah, yeah. I'm cool. open book, and I haven't had much experience with the unknown. Uh, yeah, if I get anything for it, you know, any questions yeah. or whatever, I'll, I'll come right to you. So, catch you later. I go Perfect. to the house with Mavis. Um, or after she. Sure. Oh uh, yeah. So you were greeted to a house that is in. It looks. It looks like yesterday. It would have looked perfectly normal, but everything is wet. The smell of just like wet carpet. Ugh. Um, and there's. A lot of blood at the base of the, <clears throat> at the base of the um, the stairs where like they didn't pick up they didn't do they couldn't get to all the shards of the pieces of person, mm. so it looks like they have melted, mm. so it smells kind of like copper and a sickly sweet death smell that you're unfortunately pretty familiar with at this point. Right, 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 right. Okay, so all, all what do you do? All of the bedrooms upstairs or? Yes. Uh, yes. So all there is. Uh, there's a four bedrooms upstairs. Okay. And then the, that downstairs is just a basic layout. Just tell me where you're going. I'll explain the layout. Okay. Um, I'm going to check the downstairs around the downstairs first to see, check doors and windows, see if there's any, like, point of entry, you know, sure. if this thing went inside at all. Uh, give me just an investigation roll to see what you find in the downstairs as you're kind of okay. perusing. All right, 55. I needed a 70, which is a colossal success. So the one of the black ships flips white. Yay. Amazing. <laughs> Start off this case real nice. Yeah, and uh, no, yeah, downstairs looks like it's perfectly known. The doors are all locked. The windows are all locked. Nothing's broken besides the one, like, where the front, where they were trying to get in. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, uh, with that, you're kind of... You kind of like are kind of guided upstairs. I'll just let you keep that role since it's colossal. Right. I don't really have anything downstairs to give you, so we're gonna just gonna I'll let you just take that role, kind of move upstairs. Right. Um, as you're walking up the stairs, uh, um, the the steps are hardwood, uh -huh. um, and so is the hallway upstairs. Uh, so it's not it's kind of slippery. So you take you kind of take care to make make the proper steps. And as you are uh, greeted to the hallway, all the doors are open and the windows are open upstairs to kind of let the, the house try to dry out. Um, and you kind of make your way into the uh, master bedroom where the, the two adults were. Uh -huh. And uh, you kind of kneel down on, on the ground. And it's carpeted in here, too. Like, you take one knee and you're kind of looking at the base of the bed. And there is, like, two spots of the carpet that look to be somewhat dry. And then okay. look to be in the shape of feet. Okay. And um, 
there like the carpet is like indented there kind of like something was standing there or okay. some something heavy was placed there um so that's what you kind of get with that uh roll okay the laptop just kicked into high gear all of a sudden so yeah um, um and, and your the hairs on your arms are kind of tingling in this room okay so i find footprints at this thing in the bed mm-hmm and as you are walking upstairs, Wesley kind of fills in behind you. Okay. And you see her kneeling and pointing out something to you. All right. These footprints, they're, they're pretty dry. Just this pair, just a set. Just a set? Just, just one, one single set? Mm-hmm. No, not like walking up? Okay. Nope. All right. And it's kind of hard to, it's really hard to see. Like, it's only like, le- it's damp, but it's less damp than the carpet around it. Odd. That makes sense. All right. Uh, I'll go to the girls' bedroom to see if I can find anything similar. Okay. Right. Um, you, when you go in there, roll a Sense the Unknown with a plus 80. I don't know what my Sense the Unknown is. Oh. It's your perception uh, it's, divided by five. It? Yeah. Okay. So... Oof. Okay. Yeah, it's usually pretty rough. But it has a yeah. plus 80. Oh, plus 80. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's a six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I rolled an 80. And you did a, you had you an 86. A okay. Yeah. Um, cool. Let me, success. can I see your papers real quick? Your other one. Yeah, I want to see something before. <coughs> um, so yeah, you, before you leave, you're about to turn away to leave and then you get like this feeling I mean, being fresh uh, just in the art and stuff has kind of opened your mind to more, to like your sixth sense almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you kind of blink a few times um, and you kind of feel a presence that will like behind you a little bit. And as you turn, there's nothing there. Um, but you have a feeling that, that whatever was here was standing a few feet from you. Like just now? No, not just okay. now, but like okay. previously. And you are just, you're feeling nauseous, and, like, all of your hairs are standing up. Like you would when you're around creatures of the unknown. Right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. yeah. I'm uh, just letting just you know. Of, yeah, yeah, just kind of freaking out a little bit. It's, it's, yeah, it's a so new sensation. You go to say something as you're walking out, and he is completely turned around, just kind of, like, slightly, not, like, fear-shaking, but, like, he is okay. trembling slightly. So I turn around and I look and I'm like, "What are you doing?" I definitely feels like something was here or, or something. I. All right. Just... So the, it's coming from the closet. You said. No, it's no. like where those imprints were. Oh. Mm-hmm. <coughs> okay. The, yeah, the footprints you showed me. That's mm-hmm. yeah, right here. Definitely was something, and it's just not good. Yeah, you don't get used to that. Great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you, uh, if you guys are done with that, you can you can go into the little girls' room. Yeah, just we'll uh, go into the girls' room. Sure. All right. Um, I'll try and see if I can see any more footprints like that. There is none in this room. None in this room. Mm-mm. Okay. <sighs> there's just. I guess I'll, I'll just look around in general to see if there's anything weird. Besides everything being wet, it looks like a normal kid's room. Like, 
the bed's really messed up because it looks like they had to pry off it. So, like, it, things are, like, disturbed and broken. Like, looks like some of the sheets shattered when they were trying to remove kid. Like, it broke off. and Because yeah, they, they would need to remove the bodies to be, like, looked at and whatnot. So, right. Plus, they just don't want to leave bodies laying around unsanitary. Okay. Were there any pets at this house? Do we know? Um, you can ask one of the officers. There's an officer that's kind of walk, walks past the hall. Okay, I'll stop him and ask if there was if they knew they had pets at this house. Uh, there was a cat found downstairs under the couch, but it it was also frozen. Dang. Okay. Thanks. He tips like tips his head and he walks down the stairs. If only that cat wasn't frozen, and if only we knew how to talk to cats. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of things wrong with that plan. <laughs> I know. <laughs> if we could talk to cats, the things we could know. If we could just talk to dead cats. The first question. Uh, Heck yeah. How you lick your ass, boy? <laughs> <laughs> supple spine. Perfect. So as you are kind of... you, As you say the like, oh, gives her a cat thing... Um, you hear a cane kind of walk into the downstairs. Okay, it's mm-hmm. it's Father Frank. And you're greeted to this the house and the scene I described earlier. Okay. Were those footprints like at like the like facing like the bed? Yeah, it looks. Yeah, they were at the base of the bed. Like okay. someone was standing at the base of the bed. It, did it look like, like it had shoes on, or was it feet, or was it? You couldn't honestly tell. Okay. From it, it just looked like a like a like a a shoe or a foot imprint. Like it was starting to like go back to normal. Right. So, like, maybe if you were here when they first found it, you could have seen something, but... Okay. Um, can we go look for this dead cat? They have it. Okay. Yeah, it's... <laughs> they have it in, like, a, a cat body bag outside. I don't know what... Body. How do you dispose of... A dead, trash dead, bag? <laughs> dead pets. Like, I've never had, a like, a pet die on me, besides, like, a fish, so... We bury them at my grandmother and grandfather's house usually. Okay, well, they have my like dad, five acres. So my dad cremated his cat. The family that would care about the cat's all dead, so. Okay. I guess they'll just throw it, throw it away. away. <laughs> yeah. Throw it away, probably? Sure. They would probably just throw it away. I mean, yeah, you, yeah. Alright. Right. I'm not gonna go not looking through the. <laughs> I'm not gonna be that's, going that's through that's the garbage his name. for this cat. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, they let you look at the cat. It's it looks super sad and dead. Man, it, like all of its fur was look was like in weird area. Can I do since the unknown on the cat? Sure, you can for sure do that. You get a, a plus a plus thirty. Plus thirty. All right. Plus forty. Sorry. Oh, plus forty. Well, I. Doesn't plus that make 40, you plus twenty six? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, I rolled a. a I got a 54 out of 60, so... Okay. It's a low um, success. Yeah, you kind of, like, the cat's on, like... Let's just say it's on a cop car or something. I don't know. <laughs> and you're kind of looking at it, and it's you're in the front yard of the house, like, area. Um, and you, you do, you kind of, like, look really hard at the cat, and you kind you try to, like, go into that, the like, the back of your brain that is kind of subconsciously noticing these things. And you don't get anything from the cat besides just that something was done to it. But then behind you, mm-hmm. you get a, a feeling that there's just, it's just radiating from the front yard. Like something, the creature of the unknown was in this area. Okay. So. Uh, maybe we should check out the front yard too, since this is 
mostly where it was. Am I with you now? Oh, yeah. 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 We've been yeah. here for a while. Um, the figure that froze the house walked up the, the street. Okay. And there was a flash of white light. And okay. the house was basically in a snowstorm. Exactly like what was in the police report. Okay. Um, so, yes, that's, that's fair. We should check out the, um... My only... Around the house. thought thing with this, though, is... Obviously, it had to have exited the house in some way, which leads me to think that this is something that has the ability to become ethereal. Or it has teleportation. Something along those lines. Because the house was definitely, um, not yeah, accessible w- after. When we, um... When we were upstairs, there were no footsteps leading up towards the bed, but we found a patch of dry footsteps staring at the parents' bed. The father did get in a confrontation with someone earlier in the day. Okay. Or evening. Alright, we're gonna well. we're gonna check out outside. Sure. Uh, what are you looking for, or what are you? Uh, um. Like, kind of tell me what you were trying to do. Gosh. Um. So it walked up to the house, right? She didn't see, she just heard and saw... a figure in the street, basically. And saw him basically tell him off, and then the, the dark, it was it was so dark. And we don't know away. that it was even the same thing. Mm. Just that it was... It was, it was, was a, a confrontation. Yeah. Like, she wouldn't have told you if she didn't feel like it was important. Okay. Because, like, obviously this family is just a normal family, doesn't just pick fights with strangers. So, obviously all the grass and plants are dead now. Uh, does it stop exactly at the property lines? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, the entire property. Like, not a single, like, square foot of this property. Like, the actual property lines. Yeah. Okay. Like, to the to the T. Okay. That's what that I was asking. That contested property line, actually, that that is not contested anymore. No. <laughs> yeah. It died. It's, that's a double joke, because it is time. No, oh, yeah, this is dying. A double joke, because they they shows the line and they're also dead. So, <laughs> <laughs> my iPad died. No, I gotta use my smaller iPhone. Hate the works. Okay. Somewhat. See, you could do like. Okay, this. so just tell me what you're you're just looking for anything. Yeah, I'm just looking for anything. Okay, I guess whoever wants to roll, roll me in uh, an uh, investigation with no negatives or pluses. Can I do trailing since we're outside? If you do this, you're going to be looking for, like, footsteps then. Yeah, I'll do. Okay. I'll look for footsteps. Sure, go for it. Alright, I rolled a 3 out of 100, so a high success. Okay, um, yeah, you're walking around, and you don't, honestly, I'm going to tell you right now, you don't see anything outside. Okay, nothing outside. I mean, besides it all being wet and damp and, like, damaged where they broke it into places, mm-hmm. it looks like a normal home. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I guess... I can't see the dead people here, can I? I don't know, can you? I don't know, can I? If you want to use your ability, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I want to see if I can see some dead people. Okay, you have to flip a token, I believe? Yeah... But I get to see him for the whole scene, at least, so... Oh, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, so you use this ability mm-hmm. um, outside. Um, you kind of take a deep breath. Uh, 
uh, close, blink, blink a few times and open. And when you guys look at him, his eyes are just white. Like they have, they're completely look like just big old white eyes. <laughs> gross. Like, yeah, gross. <laughs> Nothing looks different right away. Uh, you see some officers, uh, a few of them are talking to a family next door. Um, and then uh, Robbie is standing next to the tree and there is uh, five people standing around him. And at first you just kind of like, oh, I must be talking to him. But then Robbie walks through one of them, like towards another officer. Um, and you take a few steps kind of towards the tree. And there is two, like a family, like kind of staring at their house. Um, and they're all kind of crying and holding each other. Um, and as you kind of walk up to them, they they shudder slightly, um, like it's like a they are uh, in a computer program or something, and they kind of turn to you, and they all kind of look at you, and a few of them, like the little kid, cocks her head at you, and like takes a few steps towards you, and just looks up. Just kind of small wave at them, and she goes, <laughs> and she like begins to say something, and they just <laughs> vanish like dust. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I, I relay what I see to me. Yeah. Just, um. And and after they vanish, uh, you still feel like because you get a weird feeling when those ghosts are in your presence. Mm -hmm. Um, and this feeling kind of stays with you, almost. Because when when you've done it before, mm -hmm. it goes away. It does not. Um. Like you feel like. Constant feeling they're still there. Or Not them, or but just some, something like some spirit, or and then once you blink a few times, the it kind of goes away, and it goes away. The, all the feeling goes away. After he tells us that, uh, I cross myself, mm -hmm. and then um, kind of like walk away and um, just kind of mumble to myself, "Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May the souls of the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in." Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so uh, you kind of, you're kind of listening to him say that, and as he's saying that and finishes up, that young girl appears again, um, and just uh, goes up to him and like puts her arms around his legs, and just kind of begins like he she like walks you see steps and kind of walks and then he, he kind of goes away again, um, and you feel you feel like happiness just pours into you. Like, you know, I'm happy crying at this point. Yeah, like... Just um, kind of, like, shedding little tears. Mm -hmm. like. So, yeah. And he does... Like, he, he's, he, feel, he always feels faith, so he's kind of like... <laughs> I don't even know. I'm just doing... Hey, I was just doing it to do it, because that's what I would do, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, so, that happens, and he's crying. <laughs> just, it's, just okay. Everything will be fine. I know. <laughs> and this whole time, I'm just like crouching down, like looking across the property line, like yeah. up and down. Yeah, you are in. You're focused. You're gonna find these feet. I know. Yeah, so beautiful. I'm really uh, into this. <laughs> into it, feeling it, good. Uh, we should head back to base unless you have anything else. Uh, we should go to the morgue. We can do that as well. Yeah, we can do the morgue, and uh, we will start off with. Talking to good old Fitz Angelson next time on uh, Grim Encounters next week. Oh,
So we're, we're, go- we're going to call out there for this episode. I, uh, I don't know if you guys had anything to say. That... No. No? No, there wasn't too many spooks this time. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, we should probably go to pick up uh, Pico first. Would be a good idea. All right, well, uh, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, I appreciate everyone's patience for kind of just kind of dealing with those. But I know they were kind of not part of the case story, but we had fun filming those, uh, recording those backstory episodes. So, uh, and it's probably not the last time we'll go back in the past because I feel like there's a lot more we could explore, especially with Mavis, with her family being a part of Save for her entire existence. So, um, but either way. Uh, I have been your sweet chill master, Nort, and uh, your players were Anna playing Mavis, Robert plays Wesley, and Derek says Father Frank Flanagan. <laughs> <laughs> and I want you all to, I want you to go up and I want you to take your 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 favorite feline cat. I want you to hold him, and I want you just to take his face, and you'd be like, protect me from the spirits, protect me from the evil ones, and give him one little boop on his nose, and I want you to stay spooked out there. Like bird box, but with cats. Litter box! <laughs> <laughs>